The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network, found in cyberspace at BICBP-radio.com. Sean here with uh, first uh, first check-in of the day, first check-in of the weekend at Fayetteville Comic Con. I'm here with the proprietors of Two Six Wrestling Academy. Gentlemen, state your names and occupation for the record. Uh, my name is Jason, and I am part of Two Six. Uh, my name is Tony Tony James. Um, character name-wise would be Hang Time, and I'm actually part of the Two Six. I'm one of the trainers. Hang time. Uh, is that a reference to the uh, NBC vehicle starring Anthony Anderson with that girl on the basketball team from 1996? I would love for I'm it to be. I'm really showing not. my age with that. I, I would love for it to be, but it is not. It is not. <laughs> so we're, we're kicking off the day here. Uh, you guys have been sitting next to me. We've been kind of shooting, shooting the breeze back and forth for a good part of the weekend so far. Talk to some of your guys. We'll have them on here in a little bit. So what do we do at the Academy? Obviously, we learn, but... You guys decide who wants to give the speech, the spiel. Tell me a little bit about it. I'll let Jason tell you. Oh, oh after he told you to do it? <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. I, I love my business partner. Uh, yeah, so the 2-6 Wrestling Academy, you know, we're the uh, wrestling school that's located in the city of Fayetteville, North Carolina. We will train you all the way from first time you ever see a ring to getting onto a show. And if you're already a trained wrestler... We're going to help finish you out. We're going to make sure that you understand promos. In all fairness, though, they should have seen a ring before they sign up to go be in a ring. All right, that's fair. So we're going to be the ones training you from the first time you get into a ring. You can learn how to bump. You can learn how to go all the way from there. And if you're already a worker, we've got you to go further. We can teach you promos. We can teach you refing. We can teach you how to manage. Hangtime is an amazing trainer. He takes a lot of time to make sure that he can get you to where you need to be. He's very, very firm, but he's very, very fair. Firm as in he's stiff in the ring? Can be. Firm as in he's kind if of, you, uh, it, right? you know. Uh, sometimes you got to like how your parent would like knock you back into situations where you were getting out of line and hmm. they would say, uh, I ain't going to tell you again. Sometimes Never gotta, heard that before. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So basically educate or elevate. Well, educate and elevate, I guess. You, you should probably have both. Great way to look at that. I like to look at it as um, humble over hype. There you go. Sometimes when you get in the ring, you forget that you can actually get hurt or you feel it's those certain phrases or words of being careless. So you have to understand it is very easy to get hurt in the wrestling business, and a lot of people don't understand you are suspect of getting hurt. It ain't ballet. It's actually a ballet. It is. It's a physical ballet. Very physical I mean, ballet. it's a physical ballet. If you don't want to listen, that wrestling ring will solve some problems. It'll humble you real quick. Well, falling on plywood-covered canvas, you know, there's no real way to fall. There's just a way to fall without, or without getting optimizing your fall so that you don't permanently injure yourself. When it comes to wrestling, you're going to feel it all regardless. So when you have the naysayers that think it's scripted, not real, whatever they feel, I always encourage them, please, feel free. Take one, take one, one good pumps. fall. Yeah, take one or two flat back You're going to be in a car crash every time you get in that ring. 
Yeah, that's a hard pass for me, by the way. I know you weren't asking, but I'm just weighing in here. I'll sit behind my keyboard. If I would have known then what I knew now, I would have been a ref. I mean, we've all seen ref bumps. They're down for, what, 5, 10, 20 minutes at a time. And that's, that's man, if I'd have known then what I knew now, I would have never became a wrestler. <laughs> I would have became a referee. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I can honestly stick to that, yes. So what's your all's backgrounds within wrestling? I have been wrestling close to 20 years. Traveled the world with it. It's paid my bills. It's taking care of my kids. So when people have a negative issue about wrestling, I do get offensive about it because it's actually fed my kids. It's like I said, it's, it's kept the lights on in the house. So and you enjoy it, I'm assuming. I love it. So your 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 hobby is your job. Your I love it, yes, sir. I love it. I just it's the one time where you can meet people and allow them to get out of their real life problems and just have a good time and. As some would say, watch the movie. It is a live physical movie. It's a you, story. You can boo you get the bad guys. You can cheer the good guys. Or you can even cheer the bad guys and boo the good guys. I mean, it's, your, it's what you choose. So, And for me, I've been uh, ring announcing and dealing with the backstage in. Boring. For, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Appreciate that. For about five years, I've got a business aspect behind me coming into wrestling. So that's what I'm bringing out to it. I help our students learn the business end of wrestling. Hang time, I'm never going to be able to match him in the ring, and I don't choose to. But where I'm going to help you is I'm going to make sure that you are learning how to interact in the locker room. You're going to learn how to get additional bookings. You're going to learn how to make money doing this, not just going out and wrestling in the same place every week or every month and not making anything and just living out a dream. You're going to learn how to live out and make it into a reality. And you're not just preparing them to do this. You're also helping. Hey, y'all with bookings. You're helping 100%. with bookings. They're going to learn not just how to do it. I'm going to take you out with me, and I'm going to get other people that are going out and get you with them. I'm going to make sure that you're seeing others and that you're being seen. Yeah, and, and you know, you guys are a wrestling academy. I think academy, if, I'm, if I understand it properly, academies also have in-house shows. That's how you learn in front of a small crowd. And then, yeah, as you said, you get booked elsewhere. Gives your, your students a different perspective, a different environment in which they have to ingratiate themselves. Things run differently, you know, with different bosses. Frame of reference, Eric Bischoff ran WCW one way. Vince McMahon runs WWE it's called spade a spade his way, so it's there. There's there's definitely and you know Jerry Jared you know well you know I yeah. do you're right uh, you know so it's uh, so there's a lot of different it speaks to the every other job too every boss has a different mentality different way of doing things a different this and that so it's something that you the two of you working to not only to teach train but to promote your people and to book them so that they know what to prepare for as well yeah so from the wrestling aspect of it we're gonna run shows. At some point in the near future, we've been waiting until the whole pandemic is dying out. And as the Fayetteville Comic Con this weekend has been showing us, it's uh, we're starting to come back, and we're going to come back in a big way. Two Six is going to make a lot more noise than we've been making because we've been there making noise already in the background, and we're getting ready to do it out in front of the crowds. With that, also, our school has been going to many different promotions throughout North Carolina and into other states for the last year. Wherever they're doing shows that they're just filming and putting out, or if they've got fans as they're starting to now, and we're going to keep going that way. All that said, if I want to enroll in the academy, where do I go? How do I do it? This and that. 
The easiest and fastest way to get a response from us is to hit us on Facebook or on Instagram. We've got an account on both. It's the 2-6 Wrestling Academy on either one. We've also got an email address that's the 2-6 Academy at gmail.com. And we have a phone number. You can call or text it. It's 910-849-0260. All kinds of different ways to get in touch with us, and we're going to be right there. If I'm a millennial and I want to fill out a form online, is that something that's forthcoming? If you're a millennial and you're wanting to talk to us, you're going to be very, very well to hit us on Instagram or Facebook. That's true. Uh, it's going to be an open communication. We don't really have an application process. The 2-6 is a family. We're going to ask you to come out. We're going to ask you to see us. We're going to ask to see you. We're going to make sure that you're a good fit for us and that we're a good fit for you and your lifestyle. And if you're not, you know what? We wish you the best of luck. But if we are, come back and join us, and we're going to be going there. We do training multiple times a week. What else? Anything else to leave anyone with? Lasting this, the lasting that. Anything you want them to hear? I had a good time at Comic-Con this year. It made a serious comeback, especially after the pandemic. Um, and it's only going to get better and bigger. When it comes to Comic-Con, pay attention to Comic-Con because uh, you're going to be seeing a lot of encouraging things come up within a year span. So I've heard some of those plans. I like where it's going. I yes. like those ideas. Just pay attention to Comic-Con. And you got some great people out here. The gentleman named Keith, he's doing some great things with Comic-Con, and he's a very approachable person. So, Well, except the night before. Well, he's you know, busy at that point. Well, he's still approachable, just in a stressful way. I've always learned with wrestling in any other profession, if it's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong either the day before or the day of. Mm -hmm. But he's handled it very well out here. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they always do a great job here. Uh, you know, this is, we consider this our home convention. I look forward to it every year. Last year was a bummer. But right. we did their virtual thing, you know, and, and it's just nice to be oh, yeah. sitting back in the convention center on these uh, more comfortable than I remember chairs. Yes. On this uncomfortable floor. Yes. Yeah, I think with your guys' involvement with the convention, I think the, the growth plans that I've heard and everything else. And just talking with your guys, I'm looking forward to talking to them later today. Yes, sir. Uh, they're quite entertaining, obviously very engaging, because that's what wrestling is. Has to be. Yes. I know going forward, we've got we've got all kinds of trainees that are starting to make noise. Trey Genovese is going to be making a lot of sounds. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Curtis, Cash, him. Curtis Cash is uh, a, a, a treat. He is such a special man. He is and an eye-opener. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Devin Worthy is an amazing student of ours that he's starting to get out there and make a lot of noise himself. But even at the con this year, I mean, if you just go down our table, you've got Lex Luger sitting right there. You've got Magnum TA and Caprice mm -hmm. Coleman representing both local AML heavyweight champion wrestling here within North Carolina, mm -hmm. as well as Ring of Honor, and he travels the world. Such approachable people. And the next con and the con after that and after that, 2-6 has every intention to be in there, and we're going to be right there making sure that the best wrestlers are going to be represented. Do you have any other conventions lined up or any, uh, any plans? to be anywhere else representing the, the school? That's in the works, but also this one here actually made a lot of attention to a lot of people. It, mm -hmm. uh, it caught a lot of people off guard. Anytime you think of Comic-Con, you think of wrestling, you never hear about a wrestling school being a part of it. You hear about the legends and current wrestlers or anything of that nature. So for the 2-6 Wrestling Academy to be a part of the Comic-Con in Fayetteville, that just tells you right there there's going to be a lot of open doors. So trains coming through, so either get on it or get out of the way of it. Then moving forward, you know, as far as shows go, like I said, we don't have one ourselves that we're doing yet. We are still making sure that we are wide open to do it. But 
Oh, no, I meant Comic-Cons. Any Comic-Cons? Comic-Cons, we do not. We're going to be right here in Fayetteville. We're a local Fayetteville school. We're not planning on going out. We're not trying. The 2-6 Wrestling Academy isn't in this for the money. We're in this for the business. You're staying local in the community. We are staying local. We are with the community. But we've got our students going to shows, UPWA in Wilmington, Mm -hmm. both on July 4th and July 10th, out at APW in Rockingham, North Carolina, on June 26th, as well as July 3rd. August 21st, we're in Shockwave in New Bern. There's a lot of opportunities for people to see and PWF on July 16th we've got all kinds of people going all kinds of places all local shows all <laughs> local to, to the uh, the Raleigh area and just the hair north and hair south support That's, comic-con and support indie wrestling absolutely I think it's safe to say you can go out in the large larger crowd now I'm no doctor gotcha but I think it's safe uh, thank well you I just want to say to you thank you for having us on well thank you guys for wanting to bother yes, me sir. all day about it yes, um, sir I, I definitely want to have we like to have a lot of people on from you know a nerd panel. Have a couple of your guys on later. Megan down the hall. We did a whole episode with her after uh, Fayetteville in 2019. A couple other people. We've made a lot of good connections so far, and look to making a whole lot more. So, gentlemen, I thank you for your time. Thank you for wanting to be on here, and good luck with your academy. Thank um, you. And I'm looking for looking forward to seeing uh, seeing how it grows along with this convention as well. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. You have a good day, sir. Sean Fritz here of the aptly titled Power Rangers in Cyberspace podcast. We're talking about not Power Rangers right now. Uh, we're talking about 2-6 Wrestling School. Yes. I'm uh, sitting here with Trey. He is formerly the chairman. Now he's just a board member. No. Is he a janitor? Did he get no. demoted? No. Did, did he lose no. a match that got him? No. No, I just decided to change the name to represent where I'm, where I'm from and also pay homage to the soccer team of my city. So give us a little background. Tell us about that. Where you're from, your soccer team, and, and uh, your character, what, what you stand for, what you do, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, well, you know, like you said, I was the chairman at one time, so I decided to drop that. And now I'm the man of Marseille, Marseille, France. That's where my family's from. I represent my soccer team, Olympic Marseille, who is the only French team to win the Champions League trophy in soccer. Now, I'm a, an American, so... Soccer, football, as it's known everywhere else in the world. I don't know if you knew that being... Oh, yeah, yeah I did. I did. You're just dumbing it down for us stupid Americans. No, no. Because well, come on, you're a bad guy. You're supposed to hamp it up. No, right? no, I can I can do that. But, you know, I'm going to be straight. Sure. Soccer is actually the term that Europeans do use, but sometimes some of them are just too stupid to realize. <laughs> like, soccer came from England. Hmm? It's in their rule book. It's called it soccer. Oh. They decided they thought they were smarter than a lot of folks and said, we can call it football. Because you use your feet. Yeah, exactly. Just like American football where they throw the ball with their hands and kick it two plays out of the, out yeah. Of the game. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they're weak because over there they play rugby with nothing. Man, that's Australian rugby too. That's, oh, yeah. That's even more intense. I mean, I, I guess. Perception. No, no, no. It is. Yeah, that's a hard pass for me. Yeah. We didn't play that in high school gym. <laughs> no, no, no. So you were the chairman. Is it just Trey now at this point? Trey? No, it's um, the man of Marseille, Trey's Genovese. You know, I try to put all that to let people know that when you hear that, you know where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And it has a, a rhyming quality to it as well. Trey, Mar- Trey. Genovese. Trey Genovese, man of Marseille. Yeah. Trey of Marseille. Yeah. Exactly. I am digging that idea about the microphone from yesterday, though. I, I could yeah, see your, you know something? You know something? Your wheels were spinning, man. You know something? I don't really take a lot of advice from folks, but I would have to say that was very, that actually made me think about what, what we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
And I might, I might have to do that. It's got to be completely different because you roll out with just a regular one of these black shore mics with a uh, silver yeah. silver end. It's like, what was it? Was there were there mic problems? <laughs> no, it was just no. I don't like that black and silver combo. No, no. I no. got to go with the, the gold and plated. And plus, you know, you got some nice mics. I know you spent <laughs> some money. You go to other places, they're cheap. They're like from the secondhand store down the street, and sometimes they don't work. But I will take that under advisement about bringing my own mic. Oh, you got to get one of those gold-plated karaoke mics where you push a button, it's got the sound <laughs> effects on it. Yo, I start playing the French anthem. See, well, see, there you go. See, you keep, you, you, you I appreciate that. I appreciate I'm, that. I'm a, I, I've been saying for years, I'm just an idea man. If I could sell my ideas, man, like they just come out of nowhere. A buddy of mine used to wrestle up in uh, Buffalo for mm-hmm. Empire State Wrestling. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. Heard and that. Um, his gimmick was that he was an amateur wrestler. Mm-hmm. He was a heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of still is sometimes. <laughs> And, uh, and I'm like, we'll just start bouncing ideas off of each other. Cause I'm not a current product watcher, yeah. but I can appreciate the psychology and you know, everything else. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's just like, oh man, what would get people to be so pissed or like, look at this guy being such a jerk, busting out his own karaoke microphone or, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, just turn yeah. it off, taking off the top. Well, this one doesn't sound as good. I got to turn, I got to put a different top on that might get lost on some people. But man, putting get, bringing out your own microphone, yeah, dude, I would love to see that. And yeah. and you're a big imposing guy, so it's like, man, this guy's already big, and I don't already don't like him, you know. And then yeah, it's I get like, that a lot. Get that a lot. You know, you just gotta lean it. I'm, I'm sure you lean into it just a oh, little yeah. bit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I do. I um, I lean in it to the point where I want them to boo me. I want them to tell me to go back because then when I beat their ass, I go back home. Even though it's a long flight, mm-hmm. I go home. Yeah. You got to stay in your crummy little trailer park, your crummy <laughs> little apartment. I get to go back home. Man, I do love the uh, just the, the the calm. You're gutter trash, and look at me. You know, I I just love it. Be- it's because you know I was told a long time ago is that when you scream and yell, nobody's gonna pay attention to you. But if you speak slow, quiet, they have to listen. And look at the old LOD promos of the '80s. They're called shouty promos for a reason. Yeah. Because all they're like, oh, perfect example. Any Ultimate Warrior promo. I mean, you got to put real I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I really didn't watch WWF at the time. I was a Jim Crockett Promotions, okay. NWA guy. Yeah. But I can appreciate some of the wrestlers that WWE. I love the Macho Man. I just love that he Why? brought his own energy and everything to it. And so it was like I wanted to see that match. I wanted to see his match. Oh, yeah. The intensity. Mixed with like Randy Savage and Jake Roberts. Oh, oh. Were, I mean, that's another guy that I just, I just loved. I loved. I was so mad that COVID happened last year. I mean, that that could be the end of that sentence. Yeah, but here's why. <laughs> you know, let me let, let me tell you all the reasons why. No, Jake Roberts was supposed to be here last March. Oh, okay. I mean, right before he signed with AEW. Yeah. So, like, just to have Jake Roberts in the building. Oh, yeah. Arn was here the October before, mm-hmm. and talking to him. You don't have to talk to him to know that dude looks menacing. Still. Yeah. I sat here pretty much right in this very seat. And uh, what are those tables? Two tables down. Mm-hmm. Arn was sitting there with Sergeant Slaughter. And Butterbean was on the other side <laughs> of him. And I'm looking over like every once in a while, like talking to my uh, my co-host that was here with me uh, last year. I'm like, should, uh, should I go talk to Arn? He's like, yeah, he's right there. I'm like, but he looks so menacing. And he kept giving me dirty looks all weekend. 
Probably because you didn't go down there and talk to him. I, I did eventually on Sunday. <laughs> That's good. And uh, I've told this story before, but I'll give you the short version. My buddy Johnny, who lives out in Hickory, mm-hmm. out in western North Carolina, he wanted to come so bad because Arn was going to be here. And so I was like, oh, you, you should come. I have a table. You could. He's an artist. So oh, okay. He, he, okay. Could, he could set up shop here with us, and he couldn't make it. Okay, no problem. I said, all right, well, since you can't make it, I'll have Arn give you a ring or something. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Sunday afternoon rolls around, I'm talking to Arn. I'm like, hey, my buddy Johnny really couldn't be here. He really wanted to meet you. And he's like, what can we do? I'm like, phone call? He's like, get him on the phone. He cut a 10-minute promo on him. Like, what are you doing? He, he's like, why, why aren't you here? And he just went Arn Anderson on him. You know, the Arn Anderson. Oh, the, the enforcer. Words yeah. were so uh, – he's an enforcer with his words, too. Oh, yeah. Clear, no ums, no uhs, just right off the top, just mm-hmm. just took in a task. He, he said he lost his appetite. He was eating at the time. He <laughs> lost his appetite. And uh, Yeah, when you got Arn Anderson, the enforcer of the four horsemen, hits you for 10 minutes – yeah, you you might want to be like, hey, I'm I'm going to bed now. Yeah, I'm done for the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm I feel so low. <laughs> yeah, it goes and cries like, yeah. Art yeah. Anderson told me that I should have been there and I exactly. should have been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's real to me, damn it. It's like yeah, it's like <laughs> certain people tell you you like maybe I should have went. You know? Yeah, you yeah. damn right, Johnny Townsend. <laughs> I'm calling you out right wow. now. Wow, see that that's a friend right there. He beat around the bush. <laughs> he does. Uh, he does a couple podcasts on the network. So we've we've cross promoted. He's been on some of my uh, one of my other ones where we talk about movies. I'm not gonna. They the listeners know who who he is. What okay. he does. All right. He does a lot of. Oh, is that the AC or the rain? I think it might be the rain. Don't worry about. It. I'm used to this over well, there. Like, it might start to get wet back there. No. So. When can the folks see? You're, you're based in, well, you're you're wrestling locally here in Fayetteville, Raleigh area? Yeah, the training academy is in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We wrestle out of Rockingham, okay. Jacksonville, North Carolina, Raleigh, Durham, wherever. You know, whenever they can afford my fee, I'm there. They need to get those thicker padded envelopes, right? Uh, I'm not talking about thicker padded. I'm talking about briefcase sizes. Oh, just one? Nah, I might need two. You need the check bag size luggage, right? Yeah, exactly. I got it. Exactly. All unmarked, uh, what, non-sequential $1 bills? Dollars, pounds, euros, it doesn't Ooh. matter. Gold bars? Nah, I can't take gold bars. Yeah, you gotta, you Diamonds, got, maybe. You know. I get that. You know, I can get one of my wife. She'll, just one? She'll love it. She shouldn't listen to this, man. Just one? I don't think she, I don't think she listens to podcasts anyway. <laughs> you don't buy her headphones. No, 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 <laughs> no, uh-uh. I love it. You're cutting a promo right on your wife. She won't hear this. Hey, I, hey, you know, I, you know, life is one big promo. You just gotta oh, know how. You gotta know how to talk about it, dude. I love that. That is like a perfect closing line. Life is one big promo. Yeah, it I is. Love it. Where can everyone see you next? Do you have anything scheduled c- coming up? Actually, no. Um, I'm here. You'll be uh, driving that Formula One car, right? Back no, home? no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, that's one thing I would not do because I give those guys credit. Can't drive 300 miles an hour and then. Take a sharp curb. <laughs> That's not me. It's a little, uh, a little drastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'm here for the day. I go back, and I uh, believe I'll be back July 26th. Okay. For a show up in uh, Rockingham, North Carolina, APW. Right on. Well, you heard it here, folks. July 26th, Rocking. Rockingham, North Carolina. Rockingham, Rockingham, North Carolina. Go see him. His name's Trey. Can't miss him. He's the man with the gold microphone. Oh yeah, gold microphone with diamonds on it. Mm. See this on talking about. I'm over here trying to do a nice podcast, and I got 
people over here want to distract me from doing my job. I hate y'all. I hate y'all. Shots fired. Shots fired. Bang, bang. What does this guy want? Chairman's retired. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Back here with Cash of the 2-6 Wrestling Academy. Cash, how's it going today? It would be a lot better if I wasn't in Fayetteville. Yeah. It would be a lot better if I wasn't around a bunch of virgin nerds here at Comic-Con. There are a lot of those. I cannot believe I came out of retirement for this. How'd they get your back? Money. My name is Cash. I'm easily bought, and I'm very expensive. Easily bought, but very expensive. Yes. So, like, easily swayed with money, but it's still, you have a high price tag. Yeah. My name is Cash. You must be from Fayetteville. I don't understand. Is that your birth name, Cash? Say again? Birth name, Cash? Yes. I, I need to see a birth certificate. That, that, is, my, that is my Christian name. I that need is, you to have a birth certificate is, that says Cash on it. It is Cash of the Curtis variety. Yes, that is me. Cash of the uh, the paper variety? Uh, or the gold bar variety? I, I take Cash app. I take um, <laughs> I take it all. Cash, what are we doing at uh, with 2-6 Academy? Me? Bes- besides winning everything. I'm beating the hell out of everybody. I don't know what everybody else is doing. Uh, they're walking away with limps and you know black eyes because they think that they can take me on. But well, They're just sparring partners, right? That's they're, what they think, yeah. They're just... Um, target practice for me oh okay okay because when i make this comeback official at the next show that is the beginning of the return of cash and god help you all when's the next show july 4th in southport and then we got july 10th in wilmington north carolina the southport show is free so even you poor people can actually get in there july 10th i don't know maybe sell some food stamps and maybe you can afford to get in well, it's two stamps on the dollar. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. That's the going rate. I haven't had to do that in a very long time. Oh, so you have done it? Yes. Cash had no cash at one time? Yeah. Poor Cash. Yeah, I was king of the trailer park for a long time. Yep. They say cash is trash, but white trash ain't never looked this good. I mean, you can, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at them. I mean, I like all your prison tattoos. Thank your, you. Your World Wildlife Fund pet tattoo right Thank there. Thank you. Is, yep. that, is that really what that is? Yes. With the, uh, it's a. Uh, Oh, oh, a cha- oh, it's a panda hitting another panda. With a chair. With a chair. They, that, is, that is amazing, yes. actually. Yes. Uh, it's, it's almost abuse. But that's kind of how, yeah, how I live my life, though. Not only do I not care about people, I don't care about anything. Except yourself. Yeah, yeah of course. Obviously. Who doesn't care about me? I'm looking around. I'm looking at all the, the limited amount of, oh, well, let's call it what a spade a spade, the zero amount of ladies around you. Nah. You haven't bought any yet, right? No, oh, no okay. I don't spend cash. I just make it. Oh, okay. So, so in like in the movie Fifty Four, you're like Mike Myers that rolls around on a bed of literal yeah. cash. See, I don't understand uh, movie references because I don't. In it. I don't have time to watch movies. I'm too busy actually, you know, Making dominating. Money. Yeah, it's kind of what I do. Okay. So, The Wolf of Wall Street is an autobiography. I've never seen that either because you know I'm a busy man. I don't have time to sit down and watch TV like peons do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You make it. You don't watch it. Right. I've made a lot of movies. Some with some of the ladies here. That's why they're avoiding me. With some of the, <laughs> I love this guy. So what are we doing July four? We're, uh, we're 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 starting our comeback. Uh, yes. straight to the top. Of course. What are we winning? Who are we uh, beat? The match. Who are we beating? Well, besides everybody, I've I've been suckered into being in a tag team with Jay Wolf. Mm. So I guess I'll have to carry that. But on the tenth, uh, well, I guess you'll just have to be there to see what I do. Because okay. honestly, if I if I promoted what I was going to do, I'd be admitting to a felony. Well, I mean, don't you get you get to share the share the gate with who? Well, with you and you know, ninety percent you and ten percent to the venue because you know. No, 
Oh, is, is it all? It's all room? mine. Yeah, I'm not a sucker. Well, then, I mean, you want the more people that come out, the more people, the more money you make. Yes, yes, of course. So then, why wouldn't we want to promote it? Well, I don't particularly like to be around these people. I know they like to come and see me. Well, that's, but they got that barricade holding them back. That doesn't that doesn't stop most of them. Oh, that's true. That extra chromosome makes them think that they can reach over that guardrail and touch me. You cannot touch greatness. Not allowed to. No, people don't wash their hands anymore. It costs money. People still think there's not a pandemic out there, and they oh. want to touch me. Oh, here, I got some hand sanitizer. No, thanks. I keep it on myself, and I'm highly vaccinated. You take a bath in it. Yes. Makes sense. I get that. I like yeah. it. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'm fully vaccinated, which most of these people can't spell that. Yeah, it's, uh, what, V-A-X, V-A-C. Cumberland County Public Schools. <laughs> Jesus. This guy's great. If you want to see cash, if you want to... Well, not, not the money. If you want to see the man that looks like money, July 4. July 4? July 4th in Southport. There you go. I can't say anything else. The man cash. No excuses. It's free, you bums. Free. My favorite F word. Not mine. Sean back here again at Fayetteville Comic Con 2021, the spring-ish summer show. I'm joined here with LJ from Nerd Slam. How's it going, man? Doing good. How you doing? Dude, it's Sunday. I'm glad I'm here. I'm kind of ready to go home, but, you know, I'm, I'm having a good time. First con for me since October of last year, and let me tell you, that was a weird one. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, yeah. So you're with Nerd Slam. Yes, sir. You run the show. You can tell me a secret. <laughs> tell you a secret about what? The Nerd Show or what? <laughs> uh, Nerd Slam, you, you, you run the show? I do run it. I do run it. Um, I've So it's been a process of putting this event together for the past six years. The idea is not original. So the quick story of the Nerd Slam. Hopefully, I'll try to get this done in a quick time. Take your time. It originally started at what was known as the National Poetry Slam. And what they used to do is when they, have, they would have the poets compete against each other doing nerd topics of their own choosing. But they would have them compete for a poem. So there was never no set winner. I didn't like that aspect, nor did I like the aspect of them nerd shaming. If people aren't familiar with nerd shaming, because when basically if you get something wrong, just because you think of it, People are basically telling you that you're not nerdy enough, you're not a real nerd or anything of that nature. We took the idea and said, you know what? We're going to take this idea and build upon it and make it something better. So Something positive. Yeah, something positive. Okay, so can, we can. actually got our first break doing it in 2014 and what was known as Cape Fear Comic Con. Mm-hmm. We started and I was doing it by myself. So it was hard trying to manage an event or a panel. We had tons of nerds getting up there, signing up, and it was just me asking the questions, hosting the event, and everything. So by the time we got to our second year, we ended up putting a panel together, which consisted of Hector Mirai from Faith of Fandom, and my friends Kayla, Dawn, and Cartier Jesus, who was part of our panel as well. God rest his soul. He just recently passed away. So we've been having it going for the past six years, doing it real strong. Started off here with Faith of Comic Con's one-day event. This is the only con we actually make it two days because we had so many people coming to it. And now we're an ongoing Nerd Slam event that happens across the country and at poetry conventions whenever it's time for them to come up. The very basic is it's a, a nerd trivia panel of, I, of sorts with, of with sorts. presence. Yeah, so yes, it's a Nerd Slam trivia. I think the biggest difference between when you do a Nerd Trivia as to what Nerd Slam is, for what i see with Nerd Trivia is always like almost one particular topic and then that's basically what you're going off of. As with the Nerd Slam, you literally say what you know you're a nerd in. That's your category, and our panel will only ask you that. So it's basically a March Madness for nerds. So you'll see competitions where it be Game of Thrones versus My Little Pony. You will literally see 
old school WWE versus Child's Play, the movie franchise. It's it's so random at any given moment. But the way the bracket, how it's bracketed, it's just fun to see that. And the fun thing is, too, when it gets to the point of everybody knowing something and they tie, then I get to ask any random nerd question that everybody should know that covers a spectrum of a lot of things, whether it's movies, anime, fun facts about music, because we've had that happen. It's it's always fun, and we always make it easy-ish for the tiebreakers, because we make it multiple choice, but that's as easy as it's going to get. So you got to choose one. So you declare your, quote, area of expertise, and that is what you then compete within that realm. Yes, definitely. I mean, we've had one person one year want to do spiders, and that was, like, weird like, for uh, Yes, like, spiders. Like the like, actual like insect, the actual not, not Spider-Man. Yeah, like the actual insect. And we was like, okay, you asked for it. So and we literally, and literally, you won. And they literally <laughs> asked them spider questions, and they knew everything. The only reason they didn't make it was because of a tiebreaker. And they knew everything you could ask them about spiders. It, and that's one of the biggest things. So, like, most of the time we know we can't have – as much time as we want to let people into the nurse slam – we know certain things we can't do in a nerd slam. For example, we had one person wanted to do music theory, but with music theory, aside from certain That's questions, so you got to have a graph and a whole bunch of spectrums. At certain points, we do got to have a limit. We even had to do an age limit on it, unfortunately, mm. because some kids at the age of eight wanted to get into it, and they missed a question, and they started crying. And to ease that and not feel like the bad guy, we had to put an age restriction on who we let in as far as the youngest. So. Here's a weird metaphor for you. So in high school, which is forever ago for me. <laughs> Same uh, here. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I was on the wrestling team for all of high school and before that, too. We would help out with the elementary kids. And if they didn't win, there's a 100% chance that they got pinned. Mm. And every kid that got pinned at an elementary match or tournament, to your point, would start crying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I get that completely. It's just the maturity, emotionally mature, hasn't quite reached that level yet. So I appreciate the age limit, too. Plus... I'm sure you only have a certain amount of time to host this panel. Yeah, it depends on, it always depends on the con or the event. So, for example, the shortest I've ever done was an hour. The most I've had was two hours. So, it just depends on the space we're given. Because if we get into two hours, then we're going to try to wrap everything up in one day. Mm-hmm. If we only get an hour for one day, then we're only going to take so many people. But if we have, for example, favorite Comic Con, we do it two days. We can literally break it into, like, top 16, and then we take the final eight to the main stage the next day to compete in front of everybody. So it just depends on the con and the parameters they give us. It just varies depending on the place. Do you have rankings that are maintained for participants? Like, oh, someone bragging rights, more or less. Like, oh, I'm ranked number four in the Nerd Slam Tournament of Champions. We would love to do that. The hardest part about this is, believe it or not, some people – after a certain point, stop coming to the cons for some reason, whether it's been life where they just say, well, you feel, I feel like I've grown out of it because we've always talked about wanting to do like a tournament of champions with past winners. But a lot of the ones that normally follow us on our social media say, oh, I wish I could, but I stopped coming to cons. I got this going on now. I would love to do it. Like I literally would love to bring back every winner we had, whether it's been Fayetteville Comic Con or if we can make a big one one day and bring all those folks back. I would love to do it. But it's just always trying to find out what's going on with them because at the end of the day once a con is done you do have to get back to normal life unfortunately so but do you what if you did it so i'm assuming you have a facebook page or an instagram page Mm -hmm. or any other social media Mm -hmm. outlet what if you did a zoom with those champions that can't make it or they're in minnesota because they saw you at galaxy con in minnesota 
and you're down here in North Carolina. So what's interesting about that is we literally just, I literally just did a Zoom nerd slam for a poetry festival that just happened mm-hmm. because they didn't do a live. So yes, the possibilities are endless. It's just making sure we get their information because sometimes they deactivate their accounts, unfortunately, and stuff change. But that's not saying from the realm that we wouldn't do a, a virtual nerd slam because we have done it. We've done it during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. and Which proved that you can do things like that. Exactly. And then it's more... People are more open to it. Mm-hmm. Especially if we can make it worldwide and everybody want to get involved with it, then by all means, I mean, I'll always be open up for that. long as um, everybody has their parameters to check, too, because you got to have a good internet connection. I can't help you if your, your connection is mm-hmm. off or you got to sit at McDonald's and use your Wi-Fi. I can't, <laughs> I can't help you with that part. So. McDonald's is surprisingly has good Wi-Fi. They do. Better than Starbucks <laughs> because they don't meter their connections. You get all the speed. Definitely, definitely. That's funny. So you're based in... North Carolina, I think you said just south of, just north of Fayetteville? Yeah, we're in Rayford. So okay. I don't know where you would find that at on the map. I want to say it's south, but the mm. but area we stay at is either you go over a bridge, you're in Fayetteville, Cumberland County, you go over another bridge, you're in Cumberland County, Hope Mills, or you go to one bridge, you're in Robson County. Mm. That's I'm literally in the middle of all that. So you're right there in that, in that mesh zone of all those different areas. Exactly. So you're at a con. You mentioned Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll get on all those handles here in a minute. How do... Use how do people absorb, or how do they participate with Nerd Slam outside of social media posts? And and uh, do you have any other content that you produce or put out? Are there podcasts? Do you have any type of YouTube or Facebook live streams or anything along those lines? So as far as any other content, as far as what we do, so we do a show that we actually started during the pandemic, and it's not Nerd Slam based, but it's another show we do as far as content known as Art the Heart, where we interview different types of artists in different mediums, i.e., for example, which I know I'm going to need to get your information after this, podcasters, DJs, illustrators, dancers, celebrities, you name it, we've done it. We've, I actually started our second season because it was only supposed to have been a one-off. Me and Tony Todd was having a conversation mm. during the pandemic, and I said, you know what, why don't we just interview you just to have fun because we're both not doing nothing, and then it ended up sparking this wildfire of everybody wanting to know more about different artists. Mm-hmm. So we started that, and that actually has been on YouTube for the past year, we had a chance of um, interviewing Tony Todd, Megan Hollinshead, um, Veronica Taylor. We're getting ready to interview Goldie for anybody that's a fan of the Flavor of Love back in the day. She was on season one of Flavor of Love <laughs> and Charm School. And we have a lot of artists that's around here in the area as well that mm-hmm. may not be well known, but have done a lot of work around the country. Just you don't see the face. You probably see the work they've done. Yep. So it's been a journey doing that because – it's funny how the pandemic for most people is it's been bad, but for other folks, it hasn't been as bad. And they use that time to create, which in turn, what we're in now is like you're you're seeing all the fruits from the labor, the seeds you planted during that time. Absolutely. Absolutely. The pandemic is an interesting time, obviously. I mean, that could be the end of that sentence. Yeah. But, you know, the, <laughs> the creativity that came out of it from from people that unfortunately had no other nothing else going on. I don't know your situation, and certainly not bragging. I had no time during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So, but, like, yeah. yeah, so, like, our time was basically I was off work <laughs> for a while because everything was closed, but then I ended up taking that time and literally doing creative workshops. I ended up getting a good contract with uh, Wounded Warrior Project to do my oh, workshops, awesome. which I work with them a lot already, but awesome. we decided to make everything virtual because of the pandemic, and it worked out a lot better, so... I'm not going to sit here and say that I was sitting down waiting on something to happen because I actually had a lot of work come, come through virtually. Mm-hmm. So I was I was okay. I was one of the 
I don't want to say I was one of the lucky ones, but I was one of the ones that can maintain what was happening and not have to worry about how bills are going to get paid. Mm-hmm. Again, so much creativity that came out of the pandemic, came out of the time during the pandemic, down to the masks that people had to wear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you know about Redbubble, but it's just, well, it's a website. It's an app on your phone. I got in good with a couple artists that I, I told you, I'm, I'm for everyone who's not aware, because they can't see, here's one of my masks that I got. Oh, that's awesome. It looks like my, uh, my doggy group, awesome. you know, so it's. Like, uh, you know, I, I struck up a good relationship with a couple of the people that I probably spent way too much money on masks for. I, w- <laughs> I wore this to a client, by the way. Really? Oh, yeah. They're like, what is that? I'm like, I, it would take too long to explain. And they're like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. The amount of creativity that it bred and, unfortunately, being locked at home, metaphorically speaking, yeah. um, was able to fortunately give us the ability to be in public with the amount of people that we've seen and feel safe. Yes. At this point. I love science, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, science, and the people that are smart enough to do this, because guess yes. who's not? It's me. <laughs> I can't speak for you, but for me, yeah. So uh, so hit me with where, where people find your things, where they uh, where they can uh, follow you, look at your smiling face when you're talking, oh, yeah, chit-chatting, and, so, and Tony Todd. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so if you definitely want to find me, definitely look for me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ Poetry. That's E-L-J-A Poetry. And you can also follow me on Facebook at E-L apostrophe J-A Bowens. And you'll see all that beautiful nerd content with a lot more as far as artistry and everything we do in the community and the community abroad. What about Nerd Slams? Nerd Slam Tourney. Look up Nerd Slam Tourney on Facebook. It's a group page. Um, look it up. We actually got to start updating now since we're back to going to cons again. So we're going to It happened too quickly. Soon. It did. So you know, The things you put off, don't put them off anymore because exactly. normal quote unquote is happened way too. Uh, no banner because guess what? I put it off. <laughs> so, yes, Nerd Slam Tourney on Facebook. And where are you going to be at next? Where's Nerd Slam going to be at uh, so, in the coming weeks, months? At the current moment, uh, we will be at we'll be Fayetteville Comic Con in October. But the thing is, all that's subject to change because something may come up and open up and we may be a part of that. But right now, we know we're locked in for Fayetteville Comic Con in October at the current moment. All right, and I'll be there, too. Oh, definitely. So we have uh, to do this again. <laughs> there's, a good, there's a good chance I'll be probably in this exact same spot yet again. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I like it over here. So uh, LJ, Nerd Slam, go find them. <laughs> <laughs>